Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today. Excuse me. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you. And I just got a frog. Hang on a second. Ah, that's better. You know, had Christmas this weekend. My family was in, and those who couldn't come, we we zoomed with them. (laughs) The technology of the day of 2020. And we had a good time. We made most of our Christmas gifts that we passed out to our kids, and uh, uh, it was a good time. Little ones enjoyed everything, and uh, big ones did too. Lots of food, and now we'll start thinking about the 2021 diets. (laughs) Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you for the great I am that you are. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness for us, for your wayward children. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much. Father, these times are so difficult and it's hard for us to understand just what we should do, when we should do it, and all that reminded me of your word out of Ecclesiastics. There is a time for everything. And a season for every activity under heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. And a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Abba, Father, give us the wisdom of your words that we might live as you would have each of us to live. You never give up on your children. May we never give up on living for you. Help us to know when it is time to do these activities and when it is time to stand down. Protect us, Father. Protect our president. I lift him and his family up to you and those around him. He's got some good and he's got some bad, Father. Help him to discern the, the wisdom and which ones are the wisdom and which ones are just leading him down the wrong path. Forgive us, Father, for we fail you daily. We have been, for sure, the prodigal children. We thank you for your blessings. Be with me. Be with us all, Father, but use me. Here am I, 
with CSE Talk Radio, Father, here am I. Send me, O God. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. I fear for our country, but I am never giving up. That's the title of an article that Newt Gingrich wrote, which I will share with you later in the show. It's not often that I share a full article with you, but this this was good, and I think you need to hear it. As I was watching the news and the shows and flipping through the articles last night and this morning, the thought came across my mind, much like Newt's title of his article, except I'm not Newt. I haven't spent my life being a part of the political circus in D.C. We, the people, are basically their victims of the liberty they've been thieving and legislating away from us for decades and decades. While the career politicians got richer, the average American got poorer. We've all known something was very wrong for a long time. And now the vultures are in the roost in D.C., and we can't seem to get them out. They will prey on each and every one of us until us doesn't exist anymore, meaning the U.S., not as a free country, not as a standout country in this world or stand-up nation. Just move on, they tell us. Accept the outcome of this stolen election. We'll worry about fixing it later. That's what I'm hearing from their rhetoric, but that is not what I, one single American, plan to do. What about you? Unlike the political players, I do not want President Trump to concede. He didn't lose the race. It was stolen. Understand this. Understand this. It was not stolen from Donald J. Trump. It was stolen from you, from we the people. It is us that they hate. He's just representing us. Last Friday, I explained to you that this was not fraud. This is war. War against the American people, all of us, even those who, like sheep, follow the little wolves of socialism. They don't like you either. You better wake up. What is it that they want? Why do they hate the republic and the people so much? Well, we may never know the answer to the second question, but the answer to the first is, number one, power. Power and wealth. Globalists want power, not peace. They want to be the big guy or the gals who are only, and they were only using you, the useful idiots, in their quest for ultimate power. They are evil, pure and simple, straight up evil. What kind of people choose death over life? When it comes to the unborn child, someone full of evil, just pure evil. Christopher Ruddy 
or Rudy, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. He's with Newsmax. I think he's founder of Newsmax, as a matter of fact, one of them. He's quoting something from Fred Trump, which is Donald Trump's father. And he titled his article here, and we're not really going to get into the depth of this article, but Trump's next big move. But here, this might give you a little bit of an inkling idea of President Donald Trump. This was his father's favorite quote, and it was um, Edgar Guest. Now, I've read a lot of his, his poems, and I think the bridge that I read and love so much was by him. But here it is. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. You can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. That might tell you a little bit about President Donald Trump. And maybe some more of us Americans who absolutely refuse to give up our liberty. There was a lot going on this weekend. Some rallies and some fights. Not fights, but, uh, uh, well, they were, they weren't just rallies, they were protests. Peaceful protests, real ones. They weren't burning down buildings and turning over cop cars. Never give up, America. Never, ever give up. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. on the glitz this holiday season with MakeupAmerica.us. Rhonda, CEO and founder of Makeup America, is offering her one-and-done sister sets, matching lipstick and nail polish. But Rhonda didn't stop there. She's added a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. Most sister sets are under $30. Remember to use the promo code BETHANN20 for 20% off. Get one and done. You got more for less. Easy, smart shopping, right? These sister sets are perfect. Whether a hostess gift, Hanukkah, or Christmas gifts, appreciate your first responders, great stocking stuffers, and say thank you to teachers. And shh, don't forget your secret Santa. Bring your celebrations. One and done it is. Each sister set includes a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. You will also save close to $9 in the four-color American manicure set when using the promo code BETHANN20. Visit MakeupAmerica.us. Use promo code BETHANN20 to receive 20% discount off all Makeup America products. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. And we have returned to listening to CFC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, last night when I was looking and studying and watching, I watched, uh, and I would encourage you to go back on YouTube and or just, just uh, you know, put a search out there for it. But uh, Mark Levin was, was excellent last night. He had Rick Grinnell on and he had uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Pillsbury on. And they were talking about China. They were talking about what China has done and continues to do and wants to do. And they were talking about how they have infiltrated our government. Not just in D.C. It's scary, my friends. It's not fraud, it's war. And they've had boots on the grounds for a while. And our troops were sleeping. Yeah. Maybe we weren't all asleep. But we just kept going to work, going shopping and buying our China junk and carrying on as usual. Well, this came in just as I was getting ready to go on the air, so I really haven't had a chance to to read it other than the, the, it does not surprise me in the title. It says, Inside Scoop, Mark Meadows is pressuring Trump to concede. Pactor Byrne details his Friday night meeting at the White House with Sidney Powell and General Flynn, accusing White House counsel of Pat Cipollone of leaking details to the New York Times. Big surprise there, right, folks? That, you know, if it's one thing Trump, the main mistake he has made is putting anybody that was ever in politics in D.C. on his staff. Byrne also said, 
Mark Meadows is lying to Trump to get him to concede. My involvement is as my involvement is as I was is I was in the room when it happened. The voice the raised voices, including my own, I can promise you President Trump is being terribly served by his advisors. They want him to lose and they are lying to him. He is surrounded by mendacious mediocrities. In addition, my suggestion is there my suggestion if there was talk of a military coup or martial law, it's also a flat lie, a hundred percent. I was there for four and a half hours and I heard the entire conversation, and that is a hundred percent of fabrication. I was there for the full 4.5-hour meeting. Claims that the military coup, martial law were discussed is 100% wrong. He said Trump is lied to by his own advisors who they'll tell staff get the president to concede while they stall Trump's. Meadow, lawyers, Eric, Derek, G.C. Pat, Cipollone are the leakers. It doesn't surprise me. Not at all. Not one little bit does it surprise me. Trump, I had this just came in before we went on the air, too. And it's, we're getting closer and closer to the successful challenge to election results. Now, even if he doesn't end up the victor, they've got to continue to, to challenge this. Unfortunately, it's costing the American people a ton of money. You understand that, right? We're getting closer and closer, and I hope you will let everybody know we're actually very close. Yeah, this was on an interview, and the interview was on, <laughs> on Julie Giuliani's show, Rudy Giuliani's show. The fake news will not tell you that. They don't want to talk about it. They're trying to suppress it. We don't have freedom of press at all. It's suppressed news. It's a terrible thing that, that's happened here in our country. It's been going on for, it started a long time ago, but it's gotten to a point. It's just a terrible thing. It's not freedom of the press. And we get, and we got to bring that back because the press is so suppressed. It's so dishonest. I don't even call it fake news anymore. I call it corrupt news. Now that's true. Absolutely true. And it's, it's something that we as Americans need to be very upset about. Well, now, as I was studying last evening and looking at the articles, it jumped into my mind about Sal Alinsky's rules, Beware of the Useful Idiots, Rules for Radicals. He also had in that book 13 tried and true rules for creating a meaningful social change. And it goes to, there's 13 of them, and I'm going to share them with you. There, remember, there's eight of these in the useful, of the useful idiots, you know. One is health care, poverty, and we'll go on. We may get on to that, but I really want to share Newt Gingrich's article with you. Number one, power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Think about that. Power is derived from two main sources, money and people. Have-nots must build power from flesh and blood. Number two, 
Never go outside the expertise of your people. It results in confusion, fear, and retreat. Feeling secure adds to the backbone of anyone. Number three, whenever possible, go outside the expertise of the enemy. Look for ways to increase insecurity, anxiety, and uncertainty. Number four, make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. If the rule is that every letter gets a reply, send 30,000 letters. You can kill them with that because no one can possibly obey all their own rules. Now, think about this. Think about what they do to us on a daily basis in D.C., these socialist gurus that want to change this republic into socialism, communism. Number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It's irrational. It's irrefutable. It also works as a key pressure point to force the enemy into concessions. Six, a good tactic is one your people enjoy. They'll keep doing it without urging and coming back to do more. They're doing their thing and will even suggest better ones. So see, some of these are for the enemy, against the enemy, and some of them are for their own little troops to keep them going, to keep them working the enemy. Number seven, a tactic that drags on too long becomes a drag. Don't become old news. <laughs> I'm not sure they kept that one this last four years. Keep the pressure on. Never let up. Now, think about what they have done in the last four years with President Donald Trump and you. Keep trying new things to keep the opposition off balance as the opposition masters one approach. Hit them from the flank with something new. Number nine, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Imagination and ego can dream up many more consequences than any activist. Ten, the majority premise for activists for tactics is the development of operations that will maintain a constant pressure upon the opposition. It is this unseeking pressure that results in the reactions from the opposition that are essential for the success of the campaign. Number 11. If you push a negative hard enough, <clears throat> it will push through and become a positive. Now think about that. With the Russian collusion, push the negative hard enough and push through and it will become positive. Violence from the other side can win the public to your side because the public sympathizes with the underdog. They haven't practiced that second part very well. Number 12, the price of a successful addict attack, I'm sorry, is a constructive alternative. Never let the enemy score points because you're caught without a solution to the problem. And number 13, pick the target. Freeze it. Personalize it. And polarize it. Cut off the support network and isolate the target from sympathy. Go after people and not institutions. People hurt faster than institutions. Now, think about that. What happened when that uh, young journalist went in undercover with the Planned Parenthood? Who did they attack? 
They attacked him personally. Now, we can play that game, too. How many times have I said that we need to hold people like Cuomo, people like these mayors that have issued certain things and have hurt people, we need to hold them personally responsible. Personally responsible. Cuomo should be held personally responsible for every one of the deaths in the senior housing, in the senior um, living places. Because he's the one who sent the order to send them back when they were sick. He had the hospital beds. There was no excuse in doing that. Hold them personally responsible. Somebody in the EPA, somebody in the USDA, somebody at... When they do something against you, the BLM, they need to be held personally responsible. Go after them as a person. It'll uh, take their protection away pretty quick. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. When we come back, we're going to share Newt Gingrich, his uh, article, I fear for this country, but I am never giving up. And we will be right back. I want to share with you what I read from Newt Gingrich today. I thought it was telling. He wrote this a couple of days ago, but I just saw it today. I fear for the country, but I'm never giving up. He says, a smart friend of mine, who is a moderate liberal, asked why I was not recognizing Joe Biden's victory. The friend made the case that Biden had forgotten more votes, had gotten more votes. (laughs) Truth would be he'd forgotten them. (laughs) That was a Freudian slip there. Had gotten more votes, and historically, we recognize the person with the most votes. Normally, we accept the outcome of elections just as we accept sporting event outcomes. So my friend asked me, why was 2020 different? Having spent more than four years watching the left resist President Donald Trump and focus entirely on undoing and undermining the 2016 election, it took me several days to understand the depth of my own feelings. As I thought about it, I realized my anger and fear were not narrowly focused on votes. My unwillingness to relax and accept that the election was over, grew out of level of outrage and alienation, unlike anything I had experienced in more than 60 years' involvement in public affairs. The challenge is that I and other conservatives are not disagreeing with the left within a common understood world. We live in alternative worlds. You get that? The left's world is mostly the established world of the focus and the folk forces who have been dominant for most of my life. My world is the populist rebellion, which believes we are being destroyed, our liberties are being canceled, and our religions are under assault. He says, note the human rights campaign to 
decertify any religious school which does not accept secular sexual values and that many Democrat governors have kept casinos open while closing churches through the COVID-19 pandemic. And he goes on. We also believe other Democrat-led COVID-19 policies have enriched the wealthy while crushing middle-class small business owners. Some 160,000 restaurants alone may close. In this context, let's talk first about the recent past and the presidency. In 2016, I supported an outsider candidate who was rough around the edges and in the Andrew Jackson School of Controversial Assaults on the Old, Old Order. When my candidate won, it was blamed on the Russians. We now know four years later, Hillary Clinton, her own team, financed the total lie that fueled this attack. Members of the FBI twice engaged in criminal acts to help it along. Once in avoiding prosecution of someone who had deleted 33,000 emails and had a subordinate use of a hammer to physically destroy hard drives. And a second time by lying to FISA judges to destroy General Michael Flynn and spy on then-candidate Donald Trump and his team. Now listen to what he's saying. He's naming everything that they did. All this was purely an attempt to cripple the new president and lead to the appointment of a special counsel who ultimately produced nothing. And I accept that. I took exception to that because he did produce something. It was an invoice of over $40 million to the American people. It cost us, my friends. Newt goes on. Now, people in my world are told it is time to stop resisting and cooperate with the new president. But we remember that the Democrats wanted to cooperate with Trump so much that they began talking about his impeachment before he even took office. The Washington Post ran a story on Democrat impeachment plots the day of the inauguration. In fact, nearly 70 Democrat lawmakers boycotted his inauguration. A massive left-wing demonstration was staged in Washington the day after, where Madonna announced she dreamed of blowing up the White House to widespread applause. Remember, that was the nasty women. These same forces want me to cooperate with their new president. I find myself... Adopting the Nancy Pelosi model of constant resistance. (laughs) Nothing I have seen from Biden since the election offers me any hope that he will reach out to the more than 74 million Americans who voted for President Donald Trump. You know, in fact, those who are pushing him to do his left, I don't think they have to push very hard. They're telling him that they need to have a list of all these Trump supporters, and they need to be reprogrammed. I wonder who's leading them in that advice. You think China might have something to do with that? He says, so I'm not reacting to the vote so much as to the whole election environment. 
when Twitter and Facebook consort, censored the oldest and fourth largest newspaper found by Alexander Hamilton because of reported news that could hurt Biden's chances, where were the New York Times and the Washington Post? The truth of the Hunter Biden story is now becoming impossible to avoid or conceal. The family of the Democrat nominee for president received at least $5 million from an entity controlled by our greatest adversary. It was a blatant payoff, and most Americans who voted for Biden never heard of it or were told before the election it was Russian disinformation. And once they did hear of it, 70% said they would have switched their votes, according to a poll by the Media Research Center. That's the entire election. The censorship worked exactly as it was intended. Typically, newspapers and media outlets band together when press freedom is uh, threatened or by censorship. Where was the sanctimonious democracy lies in darkness? Tragically, the Washington Post is now part of that darkness. Yeah, they've joined forces. But this is just a start. When Twitter censors four of five, four or five of the Rush Limbaugh tweets in one day, I fear for our country. When these monolithic Internet giants censor the President of the United States, I fear for the country. When I see elite billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg are able to spend $400 million to hire city governments to maximize turnout in specifically Democratic districts without any regard on election spending laws or good governance standards. I fear for the country. When I read that Apple has a firm rule of never irritating China, and I watch the NBA kowtow to Beijing, I fear for our country. When I watch story after story about election fraud being spiked without even the appearance of journalistic due diligence or curiosity, I know something is sick. The election process itself was the final straw in creating the crisis of confidence which is accelerating and deepening for many millions of Americans. Aside from constant stream of allegations of outright fraud, there are some specific outrages, any one of which we likely enough to swing the entire election. Yeah, we're not hearing about that too much unless you're listening to Newsmax and some of the other outlets or reading Epic Times. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I want to finish this up with you, and then we're going to talk. see maybe what what can we do. How do you feel? Do you just want to go hide in a hole and give it all up and let your children or grandchildren deal with it later? Not me. And I'll be right back. <laughs> If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-832-1804 That's 800-832-1804. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and when I invented my pillow, I wanted to have everything you'd ever want in a pillow. You can adjust the patented fill to your exact individual needs. You can wash and dry my pillow. It has a 10-year warranty not to go flat, and it's made in the USA. And now, for a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium my pillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. That's a $40 savings. I'm also giving you deep discounts on all my mind pillow products, including my bed sheets, mattress toppers, and bath towels. Not only are you getting the lowest prices ever, but they make the best Christmas gifts ever. Buy now, and I'll extend my 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. 
For all Mike's amazing products and discounts, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, or call 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168, and tell them Beth Ann sent you. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Before I finish this article from Newt Gingrich with you, I'm hoping it's making you think. You know, Newt's been in, in politics, as far as I know, pretty much all his life. Maybe he's getting wiser in his old age. That he's ready to stand up for America. Or maybe he's like some of us. It's just politics, you know. It's nothing big, nothing, you know. But as I was in the commercial break, I've got news that pops up constantly on my computer. Now, I guess he's just now making a statement or just finished, so I don't have what he said, just the title of what he said. Attorney General Barr says there's no point in voting machine seizures. It would seem that they are out to make sure that the American people do not know the extent of this fraud that was taking place. You are the ones that need to drain the swamp. You are the ones now that need to take over for President Donald Trump. He has done four years for you. And he has taken all kinds of hits and griefs and bruises and scrapes and even took COVID. He's given up more than any president that I can remember in history. Other than those that might have been assassinated for other reasons. Which was also somebody unhappy on the left, more than likely. Let's go on with this article. He says, officials in virtually every swing state broke their state's own law to send out millions of ballots or ballot applications to every registered voter. It was all clearly documented in the Texas lawsuit, which was declined by the U.S. Supreme Court based on Texas procedural standing, not the merits of the case. That's the election. Additionally, it clears that virtually every swing state essentially suspended normal requirements for verifying absentee ballots. Didn't matter where they came from or if they were legitimate. Let's just count every single vote. Every single vote must be counted. Not every single legal vote. Every single vote. Rejection rates were an order of magnitude lower than in a normal year in Georgia. Rejection rates dropped from 6.5% to in 2016 to only 0.2% in 2020. In Pennsylvania, it went from 1% to 0.003%. In Nevada, it fell from 1.6% to There is no plausible explanation other than they were counting a huge number of ballots. This 
disproportionately for Biden. That normally would not have passed muster, and that's the election. The entire elite liberal media lied about the timeline of the COVID-19 vaccine. They blamed President Trump for the global pandemic, even as he did literally everything top scientists instructed him to do. The multitude, in multitude debates, the moderators outright stated that he was lying about the U.S. having vaccine before the end of the year. Note, President, Vice President Pence received his last week. If Americans have known the pandemic was almost over, they too was likely the difference in the election. That too would have been a difference in the election. The unanimous, the un, the unanimously never Trump debate commission spiked the second debate at a critical time in order to hurt President Trump. If there had been one more debate like the final one, it's likely would have been pivotal. Unanimously. They stand together unanimously against Trump. He said, this is just the beginning. But one of those things alone is enough for Trump supporters to think we have been robbed by a ruthless establishment which is likely to only get more corrupt and aggressive if it gets away with these blatant acts. For more than four years, the entire establishment mobilized against the election president of the United, the elected president of the United States as though they were an immune system trying to kill a virus. Now they are telling us we are undermining democracy. Well, I hope I always undermine democracy. That's my opinion. We have more than 74 million voters who supported President Donald Trump despite everything. And given the, edu- the election mass, the number could easily be significantly higher. <clears throat> The truth is tens of millions of Americans are deeply alienated and they're angry. If Biden governs from the left, and he most certainly will be forced to, the number will grow rapidly and we will win a massive election in 2022. I put to the side, no, I don't think so. They'll steal that one as well. If, we, if they steal this one and they keep those machines... They'll have every election thereafter. Your republic is done. Given this environment, I have no interest in legitimizing the father of a son whose Chinese Communist Party members boast about buying. Nor do I have any interest in pretending that the current result is legitimate or honorable. It is simply the failure, the final stroke of our four-year establishment media power grab. It has been perpetrated by people who have broken the law, cheated the country of information, and smeared those of us who believe in America over China, history over revisionism, and the liberal ideal of free expression over cancel culture. He says, I write this in genuine sorrow, because I think we are headed toward a serious, bitter struggle in America. This Extraordinary, co- coordinated 
four-year power grab threatens the fabric of our country and the freedom of every American. I fear for the country, but I am never giving up. What about you? Are you just worn out of it? Just tired of it? You just want to move on? I don't care who's in power. Just I just want to move on. Please don't. Our founding fathers in that Declaration of Independence said it is our duty. It is our duty to push off such governments of tyranny. Who do we do it for? Our posterity. Our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. They will be the ones that have to deal with this if we don't fix it. Is it worth a little sacrifice for them? I think it is. Because if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's when my children come home. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. We fought, we learned, we struggled, we won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machine. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable, and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machine. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it. Together. Together.